Okay, if anyone doesn't want to know what happened in the Packers-Lions game last night, just go and get a cup of coffee for about the next two minutes or so, but then come back and listen to the show. So many of you may know that I'm from Wisconsin, and I'm about to commit what may be considered a cardinal sin of Packers fans. If you want to hear it, it's coming up next. Helping you grow deeper on your spiritual journey. Welcome to The Inner Life with Patrick Conley. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Yes, this is The Inner Life, a show all about spiritual direction, helping to supply what you need to continue your walk of faith today. But for the next minute or so, you're going to get Packers postgame with Patrick Conley. All right, first admission, and this isn't yet the cardinal sin, I didn't get to see the whole game last night, just the highlights, or maybe I should say lowlights. The Packers lost 34-20 to at home to the Detroit Lions. The Lions. As Green Bay coach Matt LaFleur admitted, the Packers' run defense was failing left and right. Now, here comes the cardinal sin. I'm going to speak well about the opposing team. I'm going to speak well about the Lions. The Lions' defense, on the other hand, looked impressive chalking up two interceptions and five sacks. Just goes to show you what a strong defense can do. All right, so a little imagination experiment now. Suppose Packers quarterback Jordan Love went out to play the game last night wearing no pads and no helmet. How do you think he'd be doing today after being sacked five times? Pretty ridiculous, right? Going out to play a game of NFL football without pads? And yet, in the spiritual life... Jesus tells his disciples he is sending them out into a much more treacherous environment than a football game, by the way. This is no mere game. This is a spiritual battle. Jesus is sending them out, and he sends us out with no money, no bag, no change of clothes, not even a walking stick. He's sending them out as sheep among wolves to be as shrewd as serpents and simple as doves. And this is his offensive strategy. This is his offense. We're going to need a strong defense. Recognizing all this, I'm grateful that we can call on the likes of St. Michael the Archangel, whom we entreat to defend us in this battle. I look forward to the day when, please God, we can learn and appreciate all of the ways St. Michael has responded to our pleas for his help. You know, I, I don't think there's any doubt that he has come to the aid of the church, and you and me, her members, countless times in this journey of faith. And he's just one of the archangels we celebrate and honor today, which is exactly what we'll be doing on the show today, celebrating and honoring the archangels along with all of Holy Mother Church. Happy Michaelmas, everybody. Here to teach us about these great defenders, messengers, and healers is our spiritual director, Father Ethan Southard. Father Ethan is a priest of the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, where he serves as pastor of St. John Eudes Church in Chatsworth, California. Welcome, Father, and sorry for the little football detour there at the beginning. Oh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> kind of keeping it uh, keeping it with the times, but I love that that beautiful intro with the Lions defense, and I, I think there was a little Christian vert, uh, virtue there with you know humility and 
um, recognize loving one's enemies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, fair enough. Thank you for the uh, sort of absolution there. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great to be with you, and, and happy feast day. Um, yeah. Everyone out there with with the archangels. My confirmation saint is actually uh, Saint Michael. So nice. Uh, and I know our engineer and, and programmer Nick. Uh, we share the same. Uh, patron saint for confirmation. So nice. happy feast day to you, Nick, as well. Yeah, very good. Well, I'm uh, I'm grateful that we're celebrating today. This is one of my favorite celebrations of the year, and I was telling all my religion students about it as well, and um, having us pray the Saint Michael prayer and everything. But um, you know, I didn't really before I was a Catholic. I didn't really have this idea of of archangels, and um, I only tangentially probably rubbed up against uh, people or people angels like uh, like Gabriel and and uh, Michael, and not reading a Catholic Bible. I wasn't even familiar with Raphael. So why don't you just introduce us maybe to these three um, these three wonderful archangels that we're celebrating today? Sure. Um, well, Angel, um, just to, to start off, you know, Angel is, is a messenger of, of God. Uh, and the archangels, you know, in a sense, they're, they're kind of the captains of, of the legions of angels. Um, and so um, Michael, the name, uh, means who is like God. And so he appears in Daniel's vision uh, as the great prince who defends Israel against its enemies again in the book of Revelation, uh, where he leads God's armies to, to victory over the forces of evil. Um, so then we can, we can move over to Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel uh, means God is my strength. And so he also makes appearances in Daniel's visions. Um, he announces Michael's role in, in God's plan, but he's best known, um, of course, for his encounter with a young Jewish girl named Mary. Yeah. And she consents to, to bear uh, the Messiah. Uh, but Gabriel also has a, an important part to play uh, with Joseph and helping Joseph uh, to say yes, as he has his own fiat. And then finally, we have uh, Raphael. Um, God has healed, or the healing of God. And so, uh, as you mentioned, his activities, especially in, in the book of Tobit, uh, and so he appears, he guides Tobit's son, Tobiah, Tobias, um, and through a series of fantastic adventures, uh, which ultimately uh, leads to Tobiah's marriage to Sarah, the healing of Tobit's blindness, and the restoration of the family fortune. So we have these angels here, these great stories, these great journeys that we're on, and the angels are there as the messengers of God to help us uh, along the way. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm intrigued, too, by this. Uh, uh, by the I know that there's uh, nine ranks of angels that we uh, talk about in the in the Catholic Church. We did a show on angels not too awfully long ago, and we were talking more about that, too. Now, and you said, I like your description, Father, that um, that these are like the captains of the ranks of, of, of at least the the lower angels anyway, and uh, they those lower angels would include our guardian angels as well, whom we celebrate on Monday, is that correct? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And uh, yeah, so we all have uh, guardian angels, and we could be praying uh, to our guardian angels. Actually, a good friend of mine, uh, her name is, is Paula Pena. So Paula and Brian, uh, the Penas, um, 
we've been friends, you know, while I was in the seminary, but Paula is also my dental hygienist. So I, I was getting my teeth cleaned yesterday. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and so Paula and I were, she was just kind of sharing, she's pregnant with her fourth child. And so they already have, Brian and Paula have three children already. And Paula was just sharing about how she was going through a difficult day recently and, you know, being pregnant and, uh, you know, having three other kids to take care of. And her husband was very encouraging. You know, Brian says, Paula, you know, don't forget, you've got your guardian angel uh, there to encourage you and support you. And, and not only do you have yours, but you also have, you know, our, our babies. So, you know, you, the baby in the womb has a guardian angel. And so now wow. you've got two guardian angels there to support you. And so that brought her a lot of peace. <laughs> So, you know, especially in those times where maybe we're overwhelmed or we're confused, we can certainly turn to our guardian angels to help us hear the message of God, to refocus on what God is asking of us. Yeah, that's a great point, Father. I'd never actually considered that. That's sure. But it makes perfect sense that, yeah, um, that during a pregnant woman has two guardian angels watching over her and her unborn child. Uh, what a, What a wonderful thought. And it's a great, great thought as we're talking about the Feast of the Archangels today, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Uh, what do you know about the Archangels? Maybe you have a question about one of the Archangels and his role in defending us, in guiding us, in uh, helping us to heal, that sort of thing. Give us a call. Join the conversation, 888-914-9149, 888-914-9149. Or our email address is innerlife at relevantradio.com. And Father, uh, let's turn for a moment at least to the St. Michael prayer, which of course is very popular. Uh, many parishes I'm familiar with anyway um, pray this prayer at the end of Mass, and it's a way. What what does the St. Michael prayer, uh, maybe take us into that a little bit for people who may be unfamiliar. What are we asking St. Michael to do for us in that prayer? Mm. Um, well, we can, um, maybe we'll just pray it uh, for those yeah. of you who... Um, have it in front of you or know it by heart, you can, you can join in. Uh, but we'll begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world for the ruin of souls. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, we're, we're asking and we're invoking uh, Michael the Archangel to defend us, you know, in battle, uh, in those, um, those times of temptation, those times of uh, distraction, um, so God, so uh, Michael is, um, and all of the angels, they're they're helping to redirect us, uh, our focus back to God. Um, so the devil is there to to distract us, to to um, kind of get in the middle of of us and God. And so Michael's name, uh, in and of itself, who is like God. Who is like God? The devil, you know, even from the very beginning, from, um, you know, Adam and Eve in, in the garden, there's the temptation, you know, with, with the apple 
oh, if you eat this, if you do this, you can be like God, right? So there's that temptation to take a shortcut. You yeah. can be, you can be like God. And Michael says, who is like God? God is God. <laughs> so, you know, that's the, the devil <clears throat> is right there to try to take us on that shortcut. So they're encouraging us, those dark angels encourage us um, to make something else an idol. And so they, they try to put an obstacle there between us and God. And, and Michael is there just to say, no, don't put, don't let something else be, become that idol. You know, don't let something else uh, get in the way. And so um, there, it's kind of like an, an interference, and those dark angels we would call uh, demons. And so that interference, that those distractions, you know, in this prayer, we're asking, we're invoking, we're inviting St. Michael to come in. We're acknowledging that, you know, maybe, so it's actually an, an act of humility. Because if, if we're not humble, we can say, oh, I've got this on my own. Um, I, can, I can figure this out. I know the way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's actually pride. And so once our pride starts to engage, once we start to feel like we've got it on our own, we don't need help, then we've already fallen into the snare of the devil, the wickedness, mm-hmm. um, that arrogance. And so actually by even praying, we're, we're humbly, if it's, if it's a real authentic prayer, <laughs> um, and, and we're inviting humbly, we're inviting, you know, uh, and asking for Michael's help. Michael, please help me, defend me. Help me to see those things that I don't see. Help me to, you know, help me against those attitudes that maybe I have within myself um, that are a danger to me that I'm not recognizing. Uh, and those attitudes or those, those ways could be an interference and actually lead me away from God. So there's, and that, that's actually what we say. God rebuke him. We humbly pray. And so then again, we're inviting Michael and, and the angels to come in and please, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, we're not trying to, to, to defeat the devil on our own. We're not trying to be the savior we're not trying to fix anything or defend anyone. No, we're inviting the power of God to come in to deal with Satan and all the evil spirits uh, who, are, who are looking for the ruin of souls. We're inviting God to be the one to deal with them. Say, I can't deal with this. So, you know, please, Michael, I'm not God. I'm not like God. Uh, I am made in the image and likeness, but that's just because that's a gift from God. I don't have to do anything to get that. So that's that's a little bit of the the Saint Michael prayer. Yeah, I really like that, Father. And um, just thinking off the top of my head here, because putting those pieces together of that's the devil's temptation is you know you will be like God, and yet at the same time, and and Michael's name meaning who is like God, so kind of refuting the devil's first temptation and his repeated temptations all the time is that we can be like God, we can be prideful and make our our own decisions about our own life and in, in ways that to may conflict with the Lord's will for us. But at the same time, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just uh, I'm just wondering aloud here, but um, as I understand it, the fall of the original angels was some uh, dispute over the uh, 
the honor, the dignity bestowed upon humanity because of their being created in the image and likeness of God. Does that have something to do with it? That's that's my understanding, is that yeah. um, there is that jealousy or that um, the dignity, the beauty of, you know, who God created us to be. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you know the the big the big one. I'm going to jump uh, jump around a little bit. This is in Colossians uh, two, chapter two, verse nine. So if anybody's listening or you've got a Bible around, this is just a, a really uh, beautiful one to to stick with. So Colossians two, uh, verse nine. For in Him, this is referring to Christ. For in Him dwells the whole fullness of the deity bodily. So in Christ, in Jesus, dwells the whole fullness of the deity, the whole fullness of God. In in Jesus dwells all of divinity, bodily, in the flesh. So this is the incarnation that we're talking of. And now, this is the twister. (laughs) This is the big one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. So verse 10. Mm. So Colossians verse 10, so he says, and you, this is referring to all of us, and you share in this fullness, the fullness of divinity, and you share in this fullness in him. So in Christ, we are, this is the destiny, this is what we're created for, to actually share in that fullness of Christ. And so that is a big twister. And so, um, you know, that is our, that's the full dream of God. That's the, the destiny of God. Mm-hmm. And so what God brings together, no one, that's what we, we hear in the wedding, what right. God has brought together, no one must take apart. Right. And so we are the bride of Christ. And so that is this ultimate vision of God, is that we, the created, the, you know, the people, that we would come into that full union with, with God, that there would actually be this, this union between the bride of Christ and the bridegroom. So that means that we must come to the fullness of our destiny, the fullness of who we are created to be, which is in full union. This is what Paul is saying in Colossians 2.10, that we would come into that full union with him. Wow. And so, yeah, when, when Satan, when Lucifer started to realize this plan, uh, he rebelled. And so in that rebellion, <clears throat> he wanted to destroy you know, the wickedness, the jealousy of, of his heart, his corrupted heart. Uh, he was rejecting God's plan. And, and Michael uh, was there to say, who is like God? You can't, right. <laughs> come on, this is God's plan. This is his vision. You don't get to have your say in it. And so he thrust him and, you know, all the other angels out. Wow. Wow. Thanks be to God. What a, what a beautiful, um, I, gosh, what a beautiful plan and how fitting it is that Michael bears the name of Michael. Let's take a phone call, Father. We've got Maria who's calling in from Brookfield, Wisconsin. Maria, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Um, today is my birthday. Uh, Happy I was birthday. Born on a, 
Thank you. I was born on the Feast of St. Michael. So my question is this. Um, I claim him for my guardian angel, and I don't know if that's proper or not, because he has saved me uh, from danger at least a handful of times or more throughout my life. So that's what I want to know. Can I claim him as my my uh, guardian angel or not? Well, I'm going to go back to uh, the scripture. And so um, so in the book of Tobit, uh, we hear that Raphael, who's an archangel, uh, was Tobias's guardian angel. And so Raphael was, was there to, uh, to guide uh, Tobias on, on this wonderful, fantastic, uh, life-transforming journey. So, Maria, I think if Michael is your guardian angel, I think that's a pretty, um, a, a pretty good angel to have. But we, just, we continue to remember you know, that our angels point us back to God. And so what is... What is God's plan? What is God doing? We are the one body of Christ, and so what is uh, the angels are there to, to redirect us? It's kind of like Mary. You know, we, we, we speak of, of Mary, um, and we had, as I, as I was sharing with Nick earlier, here in Los Angeles, we had earlier this week, we had four bishops ordained. And so that's kind of a rarity to have that many bishops in one ordination mass, but we had four uh, bishops ordained, and one of the bishops, uh, uh, Bishop Swavik, he took for his his motto, uh, "Do what he tells you," and so um, do whatever he tells you. So that's that's the Blessed Virgin Mary um, in in John two five. So those are the final recorded words of, of Mary. Do whatever he tells you. So she, Mary, points all of us back to Christ and, and says, do whatever he tells you. All the angels point us back to Christ. They point us to God. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the angels are there as messengers from God to guide us along the way. So, yes, Maria, if you've got uh, Michael as your, your angel, he's reminding us, he's reminding you, who is like God and anything else that comes in the way, you know, he's, he's saying, let's get this out of the way. Stay focused on Christ. Very good. Maria, which of course you share a name with our blessed mother as well. So um, yeah, you've got a lot of things going for you there. <laughs> Thanks, Maria. Thanks for the call. Our spiritual director today, Father Ethan Southard, appropriately from the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. So the uh, city of angels, right? So right. we are grateful for you being here for that, Father. And uh, we are talking about, we're celebrating and honoring the archangels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. If you have a question about these uh, archangels, about angels in general, if you have a devotion to any one of the specific archangels and would like to share that as well, we welcome your calls. 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Or send us an email, innerlife at relevantradio.com. We're going to take our first break. We've got lots more to talk about when it comes to the archangels, so stick with us. We'll be back right after this. Today, we'd like to thank Deborah, who is listening in California, for donating her 1986 Volkswagen Jetta. You can join thousands of other listeners in donating old vehicles, trucks, boats, and RVs by visiting relevantradio.com car. 
That's relevantradio.com slash car. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio on relevantradio.com and the Relevant Radio app. Uh, Wherever you're listening, I hope you're celebrating today as we're talking about here on the show, the Feast of the Archangels, which we celebrate today on Friday, September 29th. We are grateful for our spiritual director being here, Father Ethan Southard, priest in the Archdiocese of Los Angeles and pastor of St. John Hughes Church in Chatsworth, California. If uh, you have a devotion to the Archangels or have a question about them, give us a call at 888-914-9149. Let's go back to the phones. Linda is calling in from Phoenix, Arizona. Linda, welcome to The Inner Life. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for accepting my call. Sure. I have a question. Um, I'm a nana, so I went to school to wish my grandbabies happy uh, feast day of the Archangels because I have Gabrielle who is one of my grandbabies, and I set up my angels. The archangel Uriel, U-R-I-E-L, was Mm -hmm. among my little angels because I was told that it's an archangel and I had the little statue. So does Father know anything about that archangel? To be honest with you, Linda, I really didn't know. I I kind of heard the name from a a little bit uh, distant, but I looked it up. Um, and it's, it's one of those where it's, they would say it's kind of, um, uh, it's not necessarily falling under the uh, official canonized Catholic tradition. So, um, if you've got a, uh, I'm not saying it's, uh, anything evil or bad, but it's, it's not coming up under, um, it's not listed in the canonized or the canonical, uh, history of the church, um, whereas the other archangels are. And so then you start to get out into kind of like a folk Christianity where maybe along the way there's been legends and things like that. So uh, I would stick, especially with uh, the three archangels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Um, You know, if you have a statue there of Uriel, I don't think it's harming anything, but I would really be praying with Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, and and your, your guardian angel. Hope that helps there, Linda. And uh, yeah, it's always good to be clarifying our clarifying our, our understanding of who these angels are. And sp- specifically, since we have uh, scriptural references to Gabriel, Michael, and Raphael, it's, uh, it's good to, as you said, Father, keep praying with them. But thanks for the call, Linda. Then, thanks for the clarification. Yeah, yeah you, please, and, Father. And then again, Linda, I would just finish with, you know, the, the angels, all the angels, they, they point us to Jesus Christ, uh, you know, to, to the Son of God, our Savior. And so, um, you know, if the angels are, are leading us to God, um, I, I think that's, that's really the whole point uh, of all of them. Yeah, very good. Always pointing us back to God. Yeah, very good. Appreciate that. Let's go now to Maureen, who's calling in from Chicago, Illinois. Maureen, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, you know, um, it's my twin and I. We're, it's our birthday today, so... And that's something that I've I've known that our birthdays are the we hit the trifecta as far as angel feast days. And I'm familiar with um, you know the Saint Michael's prayer. I was just curious if there's prayers for um, the other two, Raphael and Gabriel. I'll, I'll take my answer offline. 
Okay. Um, I'm not as familiar with uh, the prayers to Gabriel and, and Raphael, anything um, formalized. You know, we could, we could look one up to see if there was. I'm sure somebody's written one. Um, but you could also just pray in, you know, in your own prayer uh, to Gabriel and, and to Raphael. Of course, um, you know, with, with Mary, um, as we're praying with Mary, you know, uh, Angel Gabriel came to her in, in such a beautiful and, and special way. And so, again, it's that prayer of humility. Um, you know, she, she asks the angel, how can this be? Um, and then again, you know, the Magnificat, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So that's not directly, you know, saying Gabriel's name, but it's, it's that spirit of humility and the message of what God is doing in our lives and the great things that God has for us. Um, so, yeah, I, I would just say um, any, any prayer that you'd like to, to pray, um, you could ask the, the angels right there, Gabriel and, and Raphael, to be uh, interceding for you as well. Yeah, very good, Maureen. Thank you for calling in and uh, for your for your good question. Yeah, that's it is a good question. And speaking of the Magnificat and our our Blessed Mother's uh, interaction with Gabriel there too, Father. I mean, Saint Gabriel has given us some some. We may not have well. I'm sure there's plenty of prayers as you said to Saint Gabriel, but um, the ones that we may know. I'm just thinking that we actually utilize his words every time we pray the Hail Mary, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, the um, angel is coming. Exactly. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, making this beautiful uh, announcement and proclamation. So you can, yes, uh, Maureen, you can be saying <laughs> the very words of Gabriel uh, right there along with our Blessed Mother. Mm. Very good. Let's go now to Bryant, who's calling in from Minnesota. Uh, Bryant, welcome to the Inner Life. Thanks for calling in. Hello. Um, yeah, I was just calling to ask some questions about how, um, how the, sorry, I was just putting my son to bed. Um, <laughs> um, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I guess I don't understand um I don't understand, um, like why, um, why we pray to angels and, um, uh, I mean, I'm trying to sum this up in the best, I guess, you know, I understand that God, the father, God, the son, and God, the Holy spirit are all in, um, relationship with one another and they all have, certain roles is how I kind of understand it. And so like, I understand how God appoints certain, um, I shouldn't say people, but you know, angels for certain purposes and different things. And, and I've heard people say that we all have our own, uh, angel that's looking after us and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not really sure how that all works, I, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know about a couple of times uh, when um, angels interacted um, in the Bible with people, you know, uh, being obviously um, um, Gabriel 
who I believe is a me- uh, messenger. He's a messenger. Um, and he interacted with Barry to let her know that um, God looks at you and now you're going to give birth to Jesus and stuff like that. And so he came to give her a message and stuff. And I think he had other parts in scripture where he came to give a message and stuff. And so, so Brian, if I may, let me just jump in and ask, are, are you asking the interaction between angels and what they have to do with us as, as human beings? Is that what you're essentially asking no, about? I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more wondering why we, why we, why there's prayers to them and, and why do we pray to them? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Well, father, yeah. Um, yeah. Why don't you, why don't you take that one? Sure. That's, that's a great, uh, that's a great question, Brian. And thanks for, for the call. Um, you know, the, when we, when we look at Raphael, um, and especially with his, uh, journey, uh, with Tobias, so, you know, sometimes the angels, you know, well, the angels are always <clears throat> referring us back to Christ. So the angels are there to help us along the way, uh, because our approach to God uh, is not just a, a direct approach. Uh, it's, there, it's a way. It's a, it's a way of being. And so sometimes, you know, we want to go, we just want the answers. We want it immediately and da 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 and, you know, that's not necessarily, um, you know, God's approach. God is, you know, God has a way. And so when we look at, you know, Raphael was there, he was sent uh, a messenger of God. He was sent to help Tobias along the way. He was, a, he was on a journey. It wasn't just a one and done thing. And so there's processes, you know, in, in the way that, that God is working with us. And so, you know, with that story of uh, Raphael and, and Tobias, there was there was actually a fish that came up and and uh, bit Tobias. And so then, uh, you know, Tobias is looking at this big fish uh, that's right there, and he's saying, "Whatever you do, whatever you do, do not let go of that fish." Tobias is like, what are you talking about? This fish is going to drag me in the water. No, don't <laughs> let go. Do not let go of that fish. Hang on to that fish. And so, you know, what ended up happening from that fish? Well, in that fish, there was, um, you know, there was food for the journey. There was the gall, there was the me- there, which became medicine, which actually healed Tobit, his father who was blind. And so there's, you know, so in the way that God works with us, you know, maybe we have different problems uh, that we're asking for intercession, but God doesn't just snap his fingers. I mean, he could, but usually we find throughout scripture, throughout history, the way that God works with us, he's working, he's not just focused on the one problem. He, want, that he wants to, to bring about something deeper, a deeper healing. And so the angels are there to accompany us along that way. If Tobias just got rid of that fish or he just, you know, got the fish and ate it and just left, he's missing the thing. Those problems, you know, don't let go of it. The angels are there to encourage us in our own lives, whatever that problem is. Maybe it's a problem person or a situation, you know, God saying, you know, don't, don't take the shortcut. 
that's what you know the devil wants us to do. God's saying, no, come on, let's go through this journey together. Let's go through this process together. And those problems are actually, God can bring out a source of healing that we had no idea that we needed or that we wanted, or he can bring something out like with Tobit, getting his vision back. There's something much, much, much greater here than what you see. And so there's a really beautiful, interest, interesting thing. I'm just going back to the bishop's ordination the other day. One of the, the bishops in his coat of arms, uh, this was Bishop Albert Behuth. He's going to be for our, our region, our regional bishop. He has a okay. symbol on his shield. It's the ichthus. And so the ichthus is an ancient uh, symbol. It's one of the earliest uh, images or symbols of Christ. And so it's of a fish. And so the, the ichthus, uh, it, it's a representation of a fish. And so it, it goes back to meaning that Jesus is the son of God, right? And so we have this image, this ichthus, Jesus Christ of God, son, savior. So he is the son of God and he is our savior. So this image of the fish, Jesus is the fish. And so if we kind of look at that image, don't let go of the fish, right? So sometimes we think that maybe, you know, Christianity is, you know, why would we be Christian in this world? You know, it's a lot easier for us to, to not be Christian, you know, not to have to deal with all of the, the things that our faith, that Christianity uh, is is asking us to, no, don't let go of the fish. Don't let go of our Christianity. Christianity is actually transforming uh, our world. So to be a Christian seems like sometimes maybe it's taking on an extra burden. No, but there's actually going to be healing. There's a deliverance that's coming through this. So the angels, going back to Bryant, Bryant in your question, you know, the angels challenge us uh, and, and they're encouraging us you know, uh, and they're saying, whatever you do, don't let go of the fish. Don't let go of Christ. Christ is the healing. Christ is the nourishment. Christ is the way. Christ is the truth. Whatever you do, don't let go of that fish. It may seem like you don't want to deal with it, but boy, oh boy, you don't, you know, the healing that he's bringing, you don't want to be on a journey without it. Yeah. Excellent point, Father. Thank you for that. And Brian, thank you for the phone call. As we're talking about the archangels today, don't. But as Father just said, don't let uh, don't let anything tear you away from from Christ, the Son of God, the Savior. As uh, we're continuing to talk about the archangels and honoring them in their feast day today, if you have a question or a devotion to the archangels that you would like to share, and how your relationship with Michael, Gabriel, and or Raphael have moved you deeper into relationship with Jesus. We'd love to hear that. 888-914-9149. Again, 888-914-9149. Or you can go to innerlife at relevantradio.com. We're going to take our next break, but we've got more of the show coming up after this. Stay with us. Our sponsor, the University of Dallas, invites you to check out The Quest, a five-episode video series on discovering our purpose and living it with courage. Start watching The Quest for free at RelevantRadio.com slash quest.
Welcome back to The Inner Life here on Relevant Radio and RelevantRadio.com and the Relevant Radio app. My name is Patrick Conley. My thanks to Nick Sentovich, our producer, and Sarah Tafoya taking it your taking your phone calls today, along with our spiritual director, Father Ethan Southerd from the Archdiocese of Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about the archangels and how the archangels always lead us back to the placing of Jesus at the center of our lives. One way you can do that is... Uh, through the National Eucharistic Congress. It's uh, coming up in July of next year, and it's we need to start preparing now. And one way that you can do that is by viewing and uh, incorporating into your meditations and your prayer life the Eucharistic, Eucharistic Encounters, which is a collection of short stories about the power of the real presence of Jesus Christ here and now, told by Father Rocky. There's 33 in all, and you can receive a new video each week just by going to relevantradio.com slash encounter. That's relevantradio.com slash encounter. Uh, well, Father, let's uh, maybe just pick it up right there, is that uh, maybe say some about how the archangels and all angels do um, nourish our spiritual lives and bring us back into focusing on Jesus. Mm, wonderful. Um well, with, you know, going back to Gabriel, um, well, you know, we'll start with Michael, who is like God. You know, he, another translation, he's a, he's a gift from God. Uh, so that gift, that messenger uh, from God is, is to help us on the journey. You know, not to have any obstacles, you know, whether they're exterior, you know, something else that could become an idol, right? Or even if it's interior with our own attitudes, you know, with our own pride, right? Our own desire to take a shortcut. Um, and so Michael's there to encourage us, you know, no, uh, it's okay. Be on this journey. And, you know, then Gabriel, you know, the, the messenger, uh, you know, God is my strength that that messenger, that guide along the way was helping, uh, Mary, uh, to, um, you know, to, to receive this message from God that she is, is called, she's chosen uh, to be the mother of the Son of God. And, you know, what a, what a beautiful invitation. Um, and then again, you know, Raphael, uh, he's, he's there, God has healed. So whatever our, our weaknesses are, whatever our, our, our deeper issues are, he's encouraging us, uh, he's healing us along the way. And so as we were just picking it up with Bryant, uh, how the angels are, are encouraging us, you know, whatever you do, don't let go of that fish. Um, you know, that fish is, you know, ultimately is, is Christ. And it's, it's no ordinary fish. You know, that child that Mary was bearing is no ordinary child. That's the Son of God. And so... As we were, I just as we were just sharing about the Eucharistic Congress uh, that's coming up. Yeah, you know, you know, God's encouraging us. He's saying, "Don't let go of the Eucharist. Don't let go of the Eucharist. Take it for all it is. Take it all the way. Mm. Take it all the way. Take that fish, you know, Christ, all the way. Everything about it. Don't just, you know, go and just receive and then leave Mass. <laughs> no, let you know Jesus." Uh, isn't just interested in changing bread and wine into himself. Yeah, that happens, but that's not, that's not the fullness of what he's wanting to happen. He's more interested in turning us into himself on earth as it is in heaven. That's the whole point of, 
going back to Colossians 2, 9, you know, Christ wants us to be participating in the fullness of him, the fullness of, of divinity. He wants us to be nourished and transformed all the way. And so the angels are there. Uh, they're encouraging us. They're supporting us in that journey, our journey in Christ. Lucifer wants to give us a shortcut, and he's saying, oh, just take this apple. You could be like God. Do this the shortcut way. You know, you could do it. And the angels are saying, no, we need to go through the fullness of it. God is giving us the Eucharist. He's giving us all these sacraments. He's giving us the liturgy. And then he's, he's saying, let's go all the way in. Let it eat up your entire life. And so that you become transformed into me. And oh, so that's, that's all about God. I love it. I love it, Father. So good. So good. Uh, well, and grateful that we have such help along the way. And uh, the Lord has seen to it that we are well provided for in our journey in becoming like him and focusing in on him and his real presence to us in the Eucharist. So again, show up for Jesus next July, put it on your calendar, mm-hmm. but make the Eucharist part a central part, the central part of your life right now. Let's go back to the phones now. Claudia calling in from Los Angeles as well. Claudia, welcome to The Inner Life. Good morning, family Good morning. of Relevant Radio. I am so delighted to share with you how did I learn the Armarchal Prayer. Well, long ago, I was listening to the radio, and happens to be that every time I put the radio on, it was the rosary. And at the end of the rosary, Father Day, he it's my to- it's my guidance to learn that prayer. He used to pray the our our uh, Saint Michael prayer mm. at the end of the rosary. I learned it. I pass it on to my kids. Now my kids know it. And every time we get out of the house to drop off my daughter to school, because she's the youngest, my son is the oldest, he doesn't go to school anymore, we pray our Hail Mary, we pray our son Michael, and also I learned how to pray the Remember Almost Gracious Virgin Mary prayer. So I am so delighted to share this story with you because I will say as a testimony, I learned that son Michael prayer. I learned how to pray my rosary. I am so happy for that. And I also learned how to share my faith with my kids. Just reason a college and say that leads us to why do we pray to saints? My son was also asking me that. I would wanted to share with him to read Apocalypse A3. And that's how my son understood the reason why we pray to the saints. So... This is my story. I wanted to share with my family and relevant radio. <laughs> wow, Claudia, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, and and what a beautiful uh, testimony about relevant radio. And you know, in in a sense, you know, messengers of God. I think you know the angels are certainly there interceding uh, for relevant radio to help sh- share the message of God. And it was touching Claudia as she's growing in her faith, you know, especially through prayer. Uh, and then being able to pass that along with her family as her family's growing uh, in their faith. Thank you, Claudia. Claudia, thank you so much. Appreciate it and grateful that you uh, took the time to, yeah, give that testimony about how Relevant Radio has helped you in your continued life of faith. That's what we seek out to do. You know that, right? Bringing Christ to the world through the media, and we are always grateful for 
all of the testimonies that we hear and the great uh, prayers that you pray for us. We can't do it without you. Let's go now to Brian calling in from Wisconsin. Brian, welcome to The Inner Life. Thanks for waiting. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, I was thinking about the question, why we pray to the saints. And I was, uh, I, I, I know that we're called to uh, come into relationship with God, that God calls us into that relationship. And I was thinking about my mother and how I knew her very well from uh, being her son. Uh, but when she passed away, I remember visiting with her sister, and her sister told me some childhood stories about my mom. I kind of felt like I knew her a little better. And from time to time, people who knew her, I'd, I'd come across, and they would share a little story. And I just felt like I knew her a little better. So I guess my point is, I need the saints, I need Mary, uh, I need the angels uh, to know God better. So, yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful, um, Brian. And I, I think, you know, that's that's right. You know, we pray with we pray with the saints, we pray with the angels, uh, and those those saints, the angels help us to know God better. Um, and so, um, you know, even Raphael, you know, he's he's focusing. He's saying, you know, don't focus on me, focus on God. And but you know, they help us to know, you know, just like you said, with your you got to know your mom a little bit better through her sister and through the family. So the saints help us to know we're not focusing so much on them. The angels, we're not focusing so much on them. It, we're, it's all pointing back to God. That's mm-hmm. beautiful, Brian. Yeah, it is beautiful, Brian. Thank you for that. My apologies to those of you who weren't, we weren't able to get on the air today. And I'll tell you, I'll just share a little bit of, uh, as I was in Mass this morning, um, and thinking about the archangels and everything, and, and kind of using some spiritual imagination to imagine uh, uh an angel or an archangel standing there. And at the mm. time of consecration, my imagination just drove me into the angel bowing down, falling to the ground in worship and adoration. And I think that that summarizes everything we've been talking about, that the archangels will always lead us back there. So, Father, we thank you so much for your great direction from this hour. Thank you for being with us. As you know, we always like to close the show with a blessing. So if I may ask you to do that for us now, please. Of course. Uh, the Lord be with you and with your spirit. And may Almighty God continue to pour out his blessings upon you. May your hearts and your ears be open to receive them. May the angels, especially archangels Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, as well as your guardian angels, be there to intercede for you, uh, to encourage you on the journey of faith, to encourage you not to let go of Christ so that you would be fully consumed and transformed by him into the fullness of his vision for all of us as one body of Christ. And may Almighty God, through the intercession of the angels, bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Coming up on Monday's program, St. Therese of Lisieux. Hope you can join us for that.